Welcome aboard the flight attendant podcast. The seatbelt sign is on. It's going to be a rough ride. Welcome to the Flight Attendant Podcast. I am B, your host, and I'm back. I know it's been a really long time since I've put out any content at all, and I do apologize for that. I know I promised that I would have some content, some um, guests. Unfortunately, as we all know, taking a break from things is necessary sometimes, and mental health is a side effect of being a flight attendant. And no one is immune to that. So from here on out, I pledge that I will put out some content more regularly. We'll try to do some quick turns here and there and then some reroutes and then some of our full episodes. And I am talking with some other creators about coming on and doing a show with me here and then. But for the most part, it'll just be me. Uncle Jay has decided to take a indefinite break and it's okay because you know we need it and if he ever wants to come back he's more than welcome to well since it is wednesday let's just knock out this quick turn so we're gonna do a couple of articles i don't think you want to hear me talk for that long so we'll knock these out and we'll come up with something for sunday all right Okay, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and start the show. Hey, 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 this is Matthew Thomas from Super Cool Radio, and you are listening to the Flight Attendant Podcast. Okay, so the first story we're going to talk about is the Frontiers flight attendant who helped deliver a baby on board. And I don't think people still, to this point, passengers realize that we're not there to serve you a Coke. I'm sorry, that's not the extent of my job. So this is from CNN, and a woman gave birth to a healthy baby in a lavatory on board a Frontiers airline flight. According to a Facebook post from the airline, the passenger went into early labor during the flight from Denver to Orlando, said the post, which was shared on May 17th. Flight attendant Diana Geraldo then helped her get then helped her get to the lavatory and assisted in delivering the baby. In a statement, Captain Chris Nye, who was piloting the aircraft, said the plane diverted to Florida's Pensacola Airport, then continued to Orlando after the mother and baby were able to deplane with the assistance of medical personnel. The whole crew did a great job, Nye said in a comment that was shared on Frontier's Facebook post. Dispatch did a great job as well by suggesting Pensacola Airport and getting a gate and paramedics ready for us. This was a job well done, and I was happy to see everyone working together to successfully deliver a newborn on an aircraft. Though the baby's name and gender have not been publicly shared, Frontier did reveal that the newborn's middle name is Sky due to the unusual conditions of its arrival in the world. With this little one, isn't... Meh, bleh, and this little one isn't the only kid born in the air in recent years. 
in May 2021, a woman went into labor aboard a flight from Salt Lake to Honolulu, and I think we talked about that briefly. In that case, though, no flight attendant needed to help out with the with the delivery. By lucky coincidence, there was a doctor and three NCIU nurses three NICU nurses on board, all of whom jumped into action. In fact, being born in a plane can sometimes have fun perks attached. A baby named Heaven, who was born on a Cebu Pacific flight from Dubai to Manila in 2016, was given 1 million miles by the Filipino airline. Despite being too little to use them yet, the airline said the miles could be shared with her family members. So I think that's really cool because... Um, so lately it's been about the mask issue and having to return to the gate because nobody wants to wear the mask thankfully it's now optional in the u.s to wear a mask so we don't have to babysit uh we don't have to babysit these passengers to ask them and to explain to them that it is our job to ask them to wear a mask because it is not our policy they seem to they seem to fail to understand that flight attendants regardless of what they think we do not run the company and unfortunately because of the company we don't have any more authority over the plane like we used to and i'm sad to say that because it has now become more of like please the customer please the customer and i'm sorry but if the customer is asking me for like four jacks on a two-hour flight that's like giving them eight drinks i'm not gonna do that and that's besides the point okay let's move on to the next article okay our next story is maumel man gets five years probation for assaulting a flight attendant a pulaski county man who pleaded guilty last year to a federal count of interfering with flight crew members and attendants was sentenced to five years probation on Thursday in federal court in Little Rock, during which time he is prohibited from drinking alcohol and must submit to substance abuse counseling. Leon Anderson, 40, of Maumel, pleaded guilty to the charge last September, admitting that he initiated inappropriate sexual contact and made inappropriate comments to a flight attendant during a PSA Airlines flight from Charlotte to Little Rock on February 2020. Anderson was originally indicted in October 2020 on one count of abusive sexual contact without permission, which carries a a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. On September 22nd, Anderson was charged by superseding information with interfering with the flight crew members and pleaded guilty to the charge that that same day before U.S. District Judge James M. Moody Jr. in exchange for dismissal of the indictment. The flight attendant told FBI investigators that prior to takeoff, he was walking through the aisle and a male passenger, later identified as Anderson, grabbed the back of his leg. He told investigators it startled him, and when he turned around, Anderson apologized and told him it was a mistake. But the flight attendant told investigators moments later as he was completing his compliance check, Anderson put one arm around his shoulder and attempted to put a a hand around his waist, apologizing again. The man said he shrugged him off and told Anderson he didn't need to apologize anymore. About an hour into the flight, the man told investigators he was serving snacks in the cabin and came upon Anderson bent over directly in his path 
tying his shoe. He told investigators that as he turned his body sideways to squeeze past Anderson without disturbing him, Anderson made an appropriate in an inappropriate sexual comment to him as and as the flight continued touched him in a sexual manner at least two more times okay at this point like i well i guess it was a psa flight so they fly the small planes with either one flight attendant or two flight attendants so he must have been by himself and it's really hard to kind of deflect those type of those type of um advances the maximum penalty for the offense is 20 years in in prison a $250,000 fine and three years supervised release under u.s sentencing guidelines anderson's recommended sentencing range was four months to 10 10 months in prison prison a fine ranging from a thousand to ninety five hundred and one to three years of of supervised release. Under both statutes and guidelines, Anderson was also eligible for a term of probation up to five years. Assistant U.S. Attorney Kristen Bryant asked Moody to sentence Anderson to a guideline prison sentence as she acknowledged that the guideline sentencing range was low. Bryant said a term of imprisonment could help curb Anderson's behavior and would also be justified as a deterrent to others. Quote, you see on the news that flight attendants continue to be assaulted, both sexually and physically, and there has and there just has to be a message that's sent that's unacceptable, Brian said. I understand that Mr. Anderson has substance abuse issues, but he's been punished four times in the past and he continues to engage in some kind of conduct. End quote. Anderson's, attor- Anderson's attorney, Tamara Deaver, of the Federal Public Defender's Office in Little Rock, asked Moody to sentence her, clients, her client to probation. She called ASA witness Benjamin Silber, a Little Rock-based clinical psychologist who testified that in most circumstances, individu- individuals like Anderson with a history of mental illness are, are at an increased risk for mental health complications when placed in a prison environment. Part of the issue is medication, Silver said. In some cases, certain institutions are unwilling to prescribe medications the patient can obtain in their home communities. Silver said the stress of incarceration could also trigger mental health complications as I'm already suffering from mental health illness leading to episodes of mania or psychosis. He said Anderson's behavior while on pretrial release would also would would be a strong indicator of how he would adjust to a term of probation rather than prison in announcing the sentence of five years probation moody ordered anderson to abstain from alcohol use and to submit to substance abuse treatment while he is on probation he also ordered the first six months of probation to be served on home detention with location monitoring with Anderson allowed to leave his home only for reasons approved by the court. I think your problem is drinking, so that's why I'm giving a lengthy probation period, Moody told Anderson. I'm going to have a very low tolerance if you violate the terms of your probation. I know that's a long time coming, but nothing anybody's done so far has been able to allow you to achieve that sobriety 
so I am upping the ante. And this was from ArkansasOnline.com, so from the Arkansas Democrat Gazelle. I think that this was a good approach in order to battle the mental illness of this passenger. I think that since, you know, they, since closing down mental institutions in the States has definitely seen an increase of like homeless, homelessness and a lot of people going back to prison time and time again, just because they see they see being in prison as like a stabilization so if they have substance abuse they can get quote clean unquote for a certain period of time if they're incarcerated but is it really helping the issue if you just kind of continue going back to the same pattern and as you commit these little crimes they increase to become bigger crimes anyway Hopefully this passenger gets the help he needs and I hope the flight attendant also is getting the help he needs and talking to the EAP rep and being sexually harassed is not fun by any means. All right, let's take a quick break and then come back, finish out the episode with one fun story. Hello, everyone. I am Matthew Thomas from Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much for flying with the Flight Attendant Podcast. Hope you enjoy. And welcome back. This is our story for the day. So I had a passenger board yesterday asking if I could seat him and his wife closer to the front and also make a tight connection announcement so they could make it off the plane in time to make their connection. Of course, I had no intention, but asked how tight the connection was. He showed me the boarding pass, one hour and 20 minutes. Plus, we were scheduled to arrive 20 minutes early. I told him all of this and he says, so are you moving us or not? I think we all know the answer to this one. Completely no. If you, if, if you think that an hour and 20 minutes is not enough time, then book yourself more time between flights so that you can leisurely walk from first flight to the second flight. There are times where we will make announcements depending on how many people are on the tight connection, depending if it's like a maintenance delay or something that could have been prevented by the airline. But if it's weather delay, more than likely your next flight is also delayed. So there's no point in us making an announcement. Okay, just one more. All right. Okay, this one kind of had me dying a little bit. Me serving in the cabin, minding my own business. Passenger, are we landing right now? Meanwhile, we're 40,000 feet in the air with two hours left from Vegas to Houston. Me, let me go get my mask. I'll get back to you. This is the new favorite trick to make them realize how dumb they are. Politely, no, we're not landing. What gave you that impression? And then just watch them struggle to justify their idiotic questions. I remember this one time I had one passenger ask me, why are we not moving? While we were actively in the air from Vegas back to the East Coast. I can't remember which city. And I said, no, ma'am, we are moving. And she said, but... That is, I've seen that city for like the last 20 minutes. It hasn't moved. 
I was like, I don't really think you know how that works. But I said, I promise you we are not stopped midair on this aircraft. We are moving. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, that was a nice little episode to kind of ease me back into things. I haven't done this in a while, so bear with me. You can find us on Instagram at the Flight Attendant Podcast, on Twitter at Stay Safe, Fly Safe. You can also shoot us an email at the Flight Attendant Podcast at gmail.com. We also have the website, the Flight Attendant Podcast.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Amazon Podcast, and Google Podcast, and pretty much anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay safe, fly safe, and look at you.